0: It's the VNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92 X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna.
1: It's Thursday, July 21st, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Hot weather continues here uh, as it is warm in many parts of the country and even around the world. Like Europe's going through a big heat wave right now. It's insane. Like if you watch
2: the news right now, all it's talking about is just how everywhere is experiencing huge heat waves. Yep. Like,
1: yep, it's warm.
2: Uh, apparently it unfortunately also means that we're supposed to get some smoke
1: coming. Oh uh, yeah, I saw there was um, a wildfire burning west of Red Deer. Yeah. Near Nordeg, mm-hmm. but they um
2: and they're finally saying we've managed to avoid it so far, but I guess tomorrow some smoke might blow in.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Well, usually it comes in August. Yeah. Yeah, August is really smoky. I hope well, that doesn't mean that it's going to continue on and get worse through August. I agree, because that hot weather with the forest fire smoke is just gross. It's not it's good. so gross. Yeah. We've been trying all these different like methods of keeping our house cool. I don't know how effective any of them are, you know, I'm thinking like if I open this window and this window, hot air rises, and if I point a fan this way, can I... get the cross breeze going and all that stuff, yeah. Really what we should do, we should be able to like hire a consultant from somewhere like the Middle East, you know, where it's piping hot, Mm -hmm. they don't have a lot of air conditioning, because somehow those people manage to survive, right? You just get used to it, though. Do you?
2: Yes. This is the thing. Like, when I was in Ontario, and we'd go through massive heat waves in the summer, and it would be 45 degrees with the humidity or whatever, and we'd be up at the cabin, and there was no AC at the cabin, and you kind of just get used to it. Hmm. Although, being close to the lake, of course, that was the best thing, because you'd go and you'd dunk in the lake right before bed, Yeah. and go to bed wet, and then you'd have the fans on you. It would last for a little bit, but you you wake up and you just kind of, you kind of just get used to it. Yeah. You
1: know? yeah. Well, we are talking earlier on the show today about how that we, you know, we just moved about a month and a half ago and we moved to a community with lake access. Like it has a private lake in the, in the neighborhood and it's just the best. We've been there like so many times already every hot day. And that's nice. That's yep. nice to break up the days. It doesn't help you at night at all. But you know, like I know even the architecture in the middle East, like they have a way of of like taking the wind and venting it through the house or something just the way the houses are designed Mm, in some places so like i said a consultant business like that
2: maybe i'll repost my hillbilly air conditioner for you too so if you if you really get desperate you can make
1: that thing happen yep seen those but i mean like we're used to handling the cold we have all sorts of methods for dealing with cold Mm -hmm. not the heat Nope. Not the heat. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk again a bit more about weddings. Got an etymology for you. Um, maybe the final boss of white girl phrases. The carbon tax rebate is in. We're going to talk about that. Yep. Some infectious laughter. Oh, Something it's that makes pe- me giggle. <laughs> Something that people keep secret that we think is both a little, we- a little weird. Yeah. We're going to talk about how... People seem to u- to look older years ago than they do now at the same age, if that makes sense. Uh, this is your out of context clip of the show. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. Wacky waving
0: inflatable arm flailing tube men. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. where you have two brothers.
1: Yes. D-
2: did your mom ever dress you and your brothers the same?
1: Not often. There is a there are a couple pictures of me and my my middle brother mm-hmm. dressed kind of the, dressed the same. Yeah, and it's it's is it creepy? Is l- all hell? Little bit, yeah. a little bit, yeah,
2: creepy. Yeah, uh, I was going through a photo album recently, and it was uh, one that my mom had put together of some collages of old photos of me and stuff. And in all the photos of my sister and I, we're wearing the same outfits but different colors. Well, there's like, a
1: pretty big gap between you and your sister, four year too. four-year
2: difference, and that is just creepy as all hell. <laughs> I was looking, and I'm like, what are you doing, Mom? And is it then... creepier
1: when it's twins, do you think?
2: Yes. Uh because i mean i get it,
1: like your, your parent your hands are so full you're just like hey these clothes creepy. are on sale i'm gonna buy a bunch of them like, yeah
2: still though and does that make it more difficult for you if you have twins to try and tell them apart like i would purposely be dressing them very different so that i knew which one was which you know you what i mean think like, the
1: mom would know the difference well but... you
2: think but at first it would be difficult when you first pop them out i always think about that i'm like how would you know like okay that one's and then, you know, you bring them home and it's been a day. And they're like, ooh, which one did we say was which again? and
1: But it's almost like you, sure, are, you are the same person. You have the same personality. You will dress the same. Yeah, it's like, a bit spooky. Same haircut. A little yeah, spooky. Yeah,
2: super spooky. And also in nearly every single photo of me as a child, I'm in a dress. And not a cute-looking dress, like a frilly-ass dress with these frilly socks and those black-buckled shoes Church
1: a, dress? A church dress. Church dress. And
2: they're not fashionable. And I understand <laughs> fashion was... A little different back then, but still looking back, I'm like, that was never fashionable. This is
1: no, oh, you guys I- probably looked like you were at a cult. Oh my god, it was awful. You and your sister in the same pioneer yes. dresses with buckled shoes. And- yeah,
2: I remember at one point my mom forced me to like perm my hair too so that I looked presentable as a child. And I'm like, this is all this is, I'm thinking maybe why I refuse to wear dresses now.
1: I was gonna say, is this why you look the way you do now? Is yeah. this rebellion? From- I think
2: so. Because when you look at those photos, it's it's ridiculous. Like those dresses could barely fit through the doorway. I'm walking through, and people are like, "What is this obnoxious thing the child is wearing?"
1: Back when you were forced to dress like the twins from The Shining. That's exactly it. Dressed like a porcelain doll, holding
0: hands with my with my doll (laughs) like that, eyes wide open. Hello. The BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast.
1: My mom sent me this video on the topic of people years ago looking older than they do now. Interesting. And it's from this channel, Vsauce, which is just a phenomenal YouTube channel, if you like to learn. Um, but it was, you know, like a 30-year-old in 1982, some people think, looked looks way older than a 30-year-old does More today. like they were in
2: their 40s or 50s kind yeah. of thing. Yeah.
1: Have you ever noticed that?
2: Yeah, I guess so, now that you mention it.
1: I remember walking through my high school, and on the walls they would have the big blown-up photos of the graduating classes from every year. And, like, you look at the photos from the 70s and 80s, and I was like... All the guys were like grown men, big mustaches, and like, they looked like dads already.
2: I was going to say that's super weird because that, like how, why would they have grown facial hair better back then? You know what I mean? Because you look and you're like, what in the hell? <laughs> it
1: Where change. did that hair
2: come from? And I
1: had just a few wisps when I was 17. Yeah. I was like, why don't I look like that? No kidding. Bunch of Burt Reynolds is on the wall here from 1982 or whatever. Yeah. And uh, apparently it's quite a common internet joke. Where people will talk about that like i saw this one joke where it was like in your memory you remember like your parents friends and stuff right and yeah. par- parents have and there was some like disaster of a, of a friend of your parents and that person was probably like 35 years old at the time but they seemed so much older and more like haggard at the time yeah. so what's what's up with that so in this video they they addressed this theory they said like there are certain things like you know the rate of smoking Or how we eat. Right. Or even, you know, the use of sunscreen, which have kind of changed how people look now, where people do tend to look younger, a little older, because we just take a little better care of ourselves. Yeah, we
2: have more knowledge of that kind of thing. Yeah, they didn't
1: know back then, right? We would have done the same thing were we in their in their era. Yep. But the other thing that they pointed to in this video was that people tend to kind of establish a style, even like how you look, how you style your hair, your facial hair, how you dress. And when you're comfortable with that, you stick with it. It's true. As you get older. Yeah. So, like, most people who are in their, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s don't want to try to dress like they're too young. Mm. You want to kind of dress what you feel is more your age. Yeah. So, I said, like, our perception of how somebody is dressing is based on, you know, like, so you look at people.
2: If from- you're wearing old people clothing, then yeah. Like,.
1: But old people clothing was the clothing in the 1980s. Right. It's just that those people have continued to wear that clothing. Mm. So now we look at them and we associate it it's true. with old people clothing. Yeah. So, so it might happen to us too, where the f- future generations will look back and be like, man, these people look so much older because we will be their parents and grandparents. Yeah. It's a strange one, isn't it?
2: Mm, makes sense. It's very strange. Although still, like there are people who, I mean, if you're wearing a smart pantsuit from Talbot's, while well, it's like... <laughs>
1: That's that's an indication of old people clothing too. Or the Talbots 30 years from now will be what you're wearing. That's what they'll sell. Mm. They won't sell a smart pantsuit. They'll sell what you're wearing right now.
2: ripped jeans and, and a hoodie.
1: You will be That's the old the new lady. new old people clothing. That's right. But you, the one about the facial hair doesn't make sense. No, right. that one's strange. Why has that changed? It yeah. wasn't like if you smoke more, you get a bigger mustache. Or maybe you do. Has anybody looked into this? Maybe. The B&S 20 Minutes or
2: Less podcast. A friend of mine posted this video on Twitter the other day, Beckler, uh, of some Terry chasing around some sort of tractor-trailer and apparently, the, like it's tough to explain, but this this machine has seemingly gone rogue, and the video is hilarious because this guy is frantically trying to run after it. At one point, he's being <laughs> dragged on his stomach. All of that's good, but
1: uh, Terry's tractor. Got Terry's away just. From him.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, it's this little machine thing that. It, anyway, the the funniest part about this video to me was not the video itself, but it was the people who were watching this all go down. So there are two guys in a truck. They're watching Terry, and they are killing themselves Not laughing. helping.
0: Not, Not helping, helping at all. Just... <laughs> just, just
2: watching this go down, and the laughs are... These are some of the most contagious laughs just...
1: Help but laugh yourself. Like it's, it's like they don't want him to hear them laughing, but it's, it's like Jerry's got bigger problems. <laughs> oh, my
0: God.
1: Oh. hit that great laugh where it's just oh, a wheeze. Oh, so
2: good. I don't know what it is about that laugh, but you can't like... <laughs>
1: the laugh oh, that makes no my... sound there's no better laugh is there oh jeez <laughs> just you can i
2: i just i was like listening to this replay. i'm like if you ever have a bad day you just need that in your life
1: okay just that
0: And
2: of snort
1: <laughs> that laugh where you can't get enough air in you're know, like i'm going to die if i don't <laughs>
0: What was <laughs> oh, it? Beat red face and you pass out. Oh God! The BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast.
1: Yesterday, you were asking if there is anything that I wouldn't lend to somebody. Yeah. Anything that I would be hesitant to borrow to a friend?
2: There are certain things that certain people just will not lend out. Right? You yep. just don't trust people enough with it, which is totally fair. I was just curious. if there was anything for you?
1: Or it's too sentimental or yeah. whatever. But a uh, friend of the show, Joel, texted and said, "Would you? Would you give out the family recipe?" Would mm. you give out the secret family recipe? Yeah. And I said, absolutely, I would. I always think it's weird when people guard the family recipe with their lives. Yeah. Hmm. Like, unless your family runs a business that depends on that recipe. Yeah. And you're going to, like, <laughs> your business will go under if you share it. If the competition will be too great if other people get their hands on it. I know. Then why is it such a secret?
2: It does seem a bit strange. It's a weird
1: it? thing to. To keep secret.
2: Not to mention that a lot of those quote-unquote family recipes are actually just from cookbooks that are rewritten out. <laughs> and a lot of people don't realize that. But what it is is over time, somebody will see a recipe in a cookbook and they'll write it out like grandma would write it out because they By want hand. it, ac- yep. access to it, and they don't want to carry around the full cookbook. And then you're passing this around <laughs> as if it's grandma's homemade recipe and really, no, it's from Betty Crocker. It's from Looney
1: Spoons. Yeah.
2: it's. <laughs> It's from the back of the, the mayo jar is what it's from. And grandma just liked it and wanted to remember it. And here you are like, this is this is the secret recipe.
1: <laughs> These are grandma's favorite famous tacos. The potato famous salad. Famous that only
2: grandma knows. Nope.
1: Meanwhile, there's a million families having the same one. Yeah. And it's like we live in a time when everybody shares all kinds of knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. like I said, there are there's like a there are like appliance repair companies that put out their own videos on how to repair Appliances yeah, and that's its like that's your whole business you're, mm-hmm. you're taking business away from yourself by doing this But they still do it because everybody shares knowledge today, Yeah, and you're like but not grandma's peach cobbler Yeah, she's taking this one to her grave
2: you only do that because you're a snob you, you yeah. keep that recipe secret because you're like I want to show you that I have the best pie Like
1: what you think you're gonna get undercut at the tell church you my pie recipe You're gonna get undercut at the church bake sale if you share it yep why keep the family recipe a secret? It's I weird. I know. It is a bit odd.
2: VNS in 20 minutes or less. I got my Climate Action credit in the mail yesterday. Oh, did you? Did you get one of those yet?
1: Uh, I think so. I don't know. McKenna handles our money, so yeah. I don't really see what comes and goes, but I did get an email about it, so I think we did.
2: Okay, good. I don't check my mail very often because I'm always afraid of all the speeding tickets that are in it, so... <laughs> It's taken me a while. I don't Speaking know how long it's been
1: there, but special assessments for your condo. I have yeah. No, that
2: comes through email. It's oh, even worse. Good, uh, but it was a, a check for two hundred and sixty-nine bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What is this for exactly?" Like, I know it's climate action incentives, but
1: is this it- is your carbon tax rebate. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's good to know because I was just like, I don't understand what I get this for. Like, what have we done? Have I done something? that
1: Yeah, you've paid a lot in carbon tax. Okay, good. Is the idea that, but...
2: that's interesting? Yeah, I I feel feel like kind of like it's Klein bucks because when I got it, I was just like, oh, this is free money that all of a sudden appeared. But you're right; it's nope. because of the carbon tax that we've paid into. Not this is
1: carbon. your money coming back to you. This okay. This is not <laughs> this is not free money. This that's is your money coming back. Fair. So. Uh,
2: and I was reading about the the details of it. I guess. We got one on July 15th that included the retroactive payment from April. Yeah. And then we get another one in October and then one in January again.
1: Yeah, it's quarterly payments.
2: Quarterly payments and it equals about 550 bucks if you're an individual and then it goes down if you're a, a common law spouse or whatever from there, but
1: I think it's a thousand something a year in Alberta, so that divided by 4 is what your check was, 269. Mm, I think because we're one of the four provinces that don't have our own pollution pricing system, so right. we are under the federal one. Right. And then the well, it idea says it's an
2: annual credit of five thirty-nine.
1: Oh, okay. For an individual. For an individual. For an individual. Hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, what are you going to use your tax credit on?
1: Well, I don't know. Probably gas. I it's was like about to say one tank of gas. I so... think I'm
2: about to use that on gas, which really is kind of counterintuitive for what we're doing here.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> is it ever
2: i'm paying in the, the tax so that i can re-spend this money on gas so it's
1: good and the idea is that if you if you don't pollute a lot as a household then you benefit from this because you're getting you know your share of the carbon tax back and then some yeah and if you are a heavy polluter well then you're punished through the carbon tax that you pay and this won't quite and again how do you know how you much whole? i'm
2: polluting at home
1: you don't really okay. you don't but i mean it's it's a nice idea in theory what isn't factored in is the upstream costs of the carbon tax like Literally everything that we're buying right now, yes, is affected by that. Yeah, so I think we need
2: a little more than the five fifty. I'm just throwing it out there. Just more
1: than the five fifty.
0: in twenty minutes or less.
1: And this is based on pricing of fifty dollars per ton. The, this government's target for twenty thirty is one hundred and seventy dollars per ton. Oh yeah. So
2: yeah, like don't get me wrong. Obviously, it's. We all know that this is nothing, but it's better than, like, the carbon tax we've been paying into, so at least we're getting something back for it.
1: I would rather just keep my money yeah. and not give it to the government and then get it back. Well, that's, that's not would, an option, so... It is not an option. Nope. there sure not and it's going to get worse yes. once that hits $170 per ton oh, if this God. government is yeah. still in, in power by 2030, but a lot can happen by 2030. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Maybe it'll be more by then.
2: Dustin Schroeder could get another real bad haircut and then... <laughs> And then he's, he'll be gone immediately. <laughs> this like, one that's, doesn't already
1: cost enough. him his job.
0: No. The BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast. So uh,
1: someone in our office upstairs sent me a video that might be the final boss of white girl quotes. Shawna? Oh, no. We have covered a lot of these over the years on this show. Uh, this one, I don't know if it gets much worse than this. This is a bridal party at Disney. Okay. And they are all wearing shirts with different Disney-related drinking slogans. And I'm trying to decide if I want to hit you with these one at a time or just all at once and see what's lefty at the end. Maybe we'll just go for it. Okay. What do you think? Because there's quite a few. Are you ready? That's
0: good, yeah. Bibbidi-bobbidi-bride.
1: No. Too Tipsy and Beyond. Too Tipsy and Beyond if you if missed that. And the first
2: one was Bibbidi-bobbidi-bride. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mike telling is
1: Mike Sully and booze.
2: Pour the shot, crunk.
1: Just keep drinking, just keep drinking. Oh no! A whole new buzz. A whole new buzz. Can oh. you, you feel to the buzz tonight? bell. Oh. Oh, I didn't catch that one. What I was that?
0: bell.
1: Oh, drinker bell. Not Tinkerbell, but drinker bell.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, <that's why. laughs> Sipping beauty.
1: Sipping Beauty. There you go. Oh, my God.
2: There you go. This
1: is... I don't even... I don't know what to do with this. I know. I feel like I've been in a fight. I feel like I'm beaten up. I don't...
2: I don't know (laughs) how to...
1: Like, I've... Not only her... Their adult Disney... Adult Disney's... Uh Uh-huh. Was one thing, and then it's just, like, nothing but...
2: You know in Austin Powers, when those, like, robots, their heads explode? (laughs) Like, that's kind of how I feel. I'm on the verge of that
1: right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's boy. a lot. Like I said, maybe the final boss of white girl phrases. Yep. That oh is... boy.
2: I don't know if you can top that. I know. If, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if it gets any whiter.
1: If you're like working in the vicinity of of their trip, that's
2: so white. And it's you see purple. them come in, you're like, translucent.
1: This is trouble. Oh, you see my. them coming with them shirts on. Yeah. And they'd have the mini mouse ears on their heads as well at the same
2: time.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: etymology with Shauna.
2: So I have the origin of a couple drinking terms here. This is thanks to a friend on the weekend who said the term, wet your whistle and kind of put me down this rabbit hole.
1: (laughs) I love that phrase. Oh, yeah. Let me wet my whistle a little. Wet my
2: whistle. Uh, Which, of course, just means to drink something, right? So the word whistle is just a slang term for mouth and throat. And it's a well known fact that it's impossible to whistle if your mouth is too dry. So that's where that came from. Very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I got to the term chug. And chug is just an onomatopoeia for the sound that you make when you chug back a drink, right? So the original term was chug-a-lug. And when you think about it, you're like, chug-a-lug. Yeah. That's where that comes from. And it's very simple, but I never really thought about it. And I was like, yeah, of course, makes okay. sense. Uh, the term intoxicated. Comes from the medieval Latin "intoxicatus," which just means to poison. Which oh, you,
1: which you actually are kind of doing to yourself.
2: Totally, but I'd never thought of that. Like you say, I'm intoxicated, and you're literally saying that you you're poisoned.
1: You poisoned yourself. <laughs> I, have been essentially. Poisoned. I have been poisoned. I was poisoned tonight. Which makes it <laughs> by who? Me?
2: Yeah, myself. Yeah, myself and this this lovely <laughs> beer beside me, uh, and then bootlegging. Now, this obviously means you know. Well, when you think about it, it dates back to the 1800s when people would stick booze into their boot. So they would smuggle booze in their boot. And when I was reading about this, I was like, well, that is obvious. And I had never thought of that before. But that is where it comes from. Literally smuggling a flask of liquor down their boots, which they used to do in the 1800s. Now, before it was booze bootlegging referred to hiding secret knives and pistols down your boot
1: oh okay so that
2: was how it started yeah and then when you think about it we've used it more modern day to refer to music before right like bootlegging
1: anything kind of that you acquired like that. illegally yeah or...
2: which then you think of trying to stuff physical records down there and it doesn't really work but that's where it all came from is because we used to stuff pistols knives and then it went to booze down our boots
1: and I'm guessing the jean store in the mall, Bootlegger, that's where it comes from as well.
2: Well, and that's what I was thinking about how funny that is. When I thought of all this I was like, right, there's a store called Bootleggers. Bootlegger. It's for young adults. Yeah. And the whole store is about illegally stuffing booze down your boots. So
1: <laughs> So there that is. That's eh? that. Etymology with Shauna, the
0: BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: We've been talking a lot about weddings lately in the heart of wedding season here.
2: Oh, yeah. It's like wedding season on steroids because it's all the makeup weddings from COVID from the last two years, too. It's crazy.
1: Plus, the people who are going to get married this year anyway. Yep. And next year will still probably be a busy one and catching up. And, oh, uh, yeah. You have seven weddings to go to this year. And mm-hmm. I've heard other friends with like five. Yeah. It's a lot. Very expensive. Anyway. Tell me if this sounds at all familiar or if if I'm maybe the only one who's like this, but one of the weirdest things about attending a good friend's wedding is I find that I'm like nervous to talk to the couple getting married. Like even if we're good friends, it's like they become temporary celebrities for the day or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... Cause you don't you don't see them before the ceremony if unless you're in the wedding party. Yep. And then they come walking down the aisles and everyone's like, "Oh my God, there's Steve! There he is!" And then when the bride comes in, it's even a bigger deal.
2: Yeah. I'm like, oh wow. Look at her dress. Yeah. Um. And,
1: and then I'm all awkward at the reception after, like, oh, "Hey, but even if they're like good friends of mine."
2: I don't know if that's that you think they're celebrities or it's just there's a lot of people around them. That's yeah. what I find is like you want to go talk to them, but they're constantly surrounded by so many people. That that's why you're feeling shy about it, because there's just a bunch <laughs> of people around. You're like, well, we can't really talk, right? Like their their parents will be there and all your other friends. And it's just like you can be like, hey, hey, but you can't really talk to them getting the meat of potatoes and things. because People right. are all around listening like, hello, what do you what are you saying over there?
1: But even if you do get a moment with the bride and groom, you think like if they're good friends of yours, they're, they're just you're good friends. Right. Yeah. Like you know, slept at your house. We're. <laughs> I've slept I on know, your, your floor kids. before. Like, yeah, like
2: thrown up in your toilet.
1: Like, we're... but I'm still kind of all like awkward and nervous, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's just me or if it's. Well... it's weird though. It's a bit strange. It's like, who are, who are you people? You look so fancy today, and you're the guests of honor.
2: You all of a sudden walk mm-hmm. into the wedding hall, and you like Steve. <laughs> Steve, can I get your it's autograph? Me. It's me,
1: or... your friend. And
2: then the next day you get back, you're like, Why
0: do I have Steve's autograph? The BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast.
2: I was at a wedding last weekend, and when the dancing started, I hopped up on the dance floor and did a few sweet moves as you do. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I got a buzz from my Apple Watch that said, It looks like you're working out. Would you like to record your pool swim?
1: I thought you were swimming?
2: You know you're a bad dancer. When your fitness tracker thinks that you're dancing is you flailing around in a pool trying to do the doggy paddle.
1: What sweet dance moves were you doing?
2: I was just, I don't know. I was dancing, okay? i just moving around and, and that's old... it. Apparently flailing my arms too the much because they thought I was about to drown in a pool instead. My God, woman. Doing a bit of
1: whip kick out there on the dance floor. You gonna be
2: okay, or I'm shocked you didn't say that. Do you need assistance, ma'am? We're about to call nine one one. It looks like you're in distress. Maybe,
1: maybe you were just such a sweaty mess that it thought you were in the water. Maybe. Threw on the old water lock. Was sweaty <laughs> though. It itself. was AC. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be disgusting if you sweat that much. Oh. To water lock your smart. Oh watch. my
2: god. <laughs> It's funny because phones, I don't know if yours do, but uh, those watches sometimes have these fall warnings now, too. Oh, really? So they'll detect if you're unsteady on your feet and you can fall. I'm shocked it wasn't that. Ma'am, do you, you're about to fall over. You should probably stop that.
0: VNS in 20 minutes or less. Audio. Audio. Look out, kid, just your heart. You don't have to play the part. They're for you. Just be true. There are things you could
1: do. Wynn Butler says this song is a quote lullaby for the end times, sung to his son with Regine Chassang, but for everyone.
2: Arcade Fire announced a surprise performance at Coachella this year, which is where they debuted this song. When Butler, of course, dedicated it to his son and actually had to restart the performance after being overcome with emotion. He remarked, it's been a hard effing year.
1: This is the last album to feature Arcade Fire multi-instrumentalist and younger brother of Win Butler, Will Butler. Will has since released new music under his own name.
2: The video for the song features a bunch of wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. The band has been bringing these inflatables to some of their shows and letting them dance around behind them. The concept for the video is that one of these wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men is depressed and their whole family is happy around them.
1: Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men.
2: Wacky waving inflatable
1: arm flailing tube men. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. Wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men.